When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings, 8 to 9.30, or anytime you like as a podcast on the Tom Bernard app at TomBernardShow.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't tell me how to do it. It sickens me. <laughs> now, we were just talking about some different things, the, uh, the news headlines over the weekend, all the rest of it. Uh, we got Phil Mackey coming up in a couple of minutes, which... Um, we're going to talk a bit. By the way, I cannot get the games. No matter where I am, you cannot get the Twins. I think one Twins game so far has been on nationally. And, uh, well, we'll talk about it when Phil gets here because it was one of the most hideous games I have. I didn't watch it because uh, when I tuned in, they were already down six to nothing. Okay. <laughs> what, oh, you guys know about this? No. Oh, there's a reveal at the end of this story that you ain't even believe. Okay. Because the Twins came back and tied it up. Mm-hmm. And I'll leave it there, but we'll tell you how the game ended and the thing that makes me want to vomit about the game. It's going to be a tough year for the Twins, I will tell you that. From what I've seen just on the national news and all the rest of it, this team is not very good. Uh-oh. W- one game into spring, spring training, training and you're, t- you're ready <laughs> no, to two. pull the Oh, two, and you're ready to pull but the, the University point. of Minnesota, they kicked the piss out of the University of Minnesota, which was a real shock that a professional team would beat a college team. Yeah, that's. I find it weird that they play the college yeah. team. Like, what's yep. the point? That's got to be Problem. some some like agreement where the U of M like has a right in mm. with like their U of M night. It's like, hey, we want to do one spring training game where we can get our guys down down south, take on the big league guys, and you know, it's an experience for them. And mm. you know, there's they know they're supposed to lose. Yeah. It's like the Globe Trotters. They don't they don't lose to the Generals. Yeah. No. They do not. Did they ever? Somebody told me they did lose to the Generals one time on purpose. I think they did once. I, th- I thought it was on an accident, though. Well, maybe it was an accident. You're, you might be right about that. It might have been an accident that, it, that, that, that caused it. But, yeah, I, I think they lost to the Generals or the, whatever the hell they were called. They had a couple of different names, I guess. But did you guys ever see the uh, Harlem Globe, Globetrotters in person? No. No, but I, it's still a, they were here recently, I feel like. Or they're coming up. They're going to be here. Oh, and- are they? It's still a hot commodity. Like, it's still a fun time to bring the kids out to. Yeah, they would come oh, to St. Cloud State all the time when I was there. It was crazy. Sure. Like, of all places. <laughs> they, uh, used to, they used to come to the Armory uh, and play there once mm-hmm. in a while. And then, of course, they went over to St. Paul and played. And I mean, they're a ball to watch. There's no question. Because when he does pick up that bucket of water and throws it into the audience, most of the time it's confetti. Yep. But sometimes it is water. <laughs> Did no. you know that? No, I thought it was always confetti. 
Nope. Once in a while, not very often, but once in a while, there'd really be water in the bucket. Oh, could you imagine if you're just, you know, oh, yeah, I, I'm, I'll be a part of the bit. It's confetti. And then it's just, you're drenched. Now yeah. you got to walk. Home. No, no, thank you. Would not be the greatest. There's no question about that. But, you know. And apparently they've lost six times, either six or three times to the generals. Six or three. Yeah. They have, uh, there's, it says, some reports say six, while the team's official website reports having three victories over the Globetrotters, 1954, <laughs> 1958, and 1971. Oh, there's a little break between 58 and 71, huh? Yep. Yeah. Nothing since. Nothing in the last 55 years. Yeah. So well, the, they must be a Minnesota sports franchise, apparently. It also looks like in 1995, the Globetrotters played in Austria, a team of like former NBA stars that was led by Kareem Abdul Jabbar, and they lost 91 to 85 there. And that there snapped an 8,829 game winning streak for the team. <laughs> You know, they have a, I have a soft spot in my heart for the Harlem Globetrotters because you guys are too young to remember. Tyson grocery stores uh, were all over North Minneapolis when I was a kid. They, you know, the family. I went to school with Bob Tyson, who was the starting guard on our very successful basketball team that I got to just go out and hang on people. I never got – I think I took one shot the entire season. My job was pretty much just to hang on people and make them tired. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Tyson, remember I told you about our house burned down, 2955 Russell? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Tyson family took me in because my mother had nowhere to put me. So the Tyson family took me in, and Bob's father took us to the Harlem Globetrotters, man. So I tie in the Harlem Globetrotters with my house burning to the ground. So thank you for that. Right? Yeah. It's a nice, it's a, always weird to find like the kind of uh, silver lining, I guess, to the... Sad. Like, yeah, my house burned down, but we got to go to the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the Harlem Globetrotters, and if it cost me a house at twenty nine fifty five, and the reason I can keep giving you the address because that lot is still empty after that happened when I was, I think, thirteen. So mm. it's uh, that's been an empty lot for fifty nine years. <laughs> How long did you live in the house before it burned down? A couple of years, I think. Oh, okay, so not it wasn't like your you know whole childhood memories well. burned down in the house. I might want to mention that I believe by the time I turned 25 and finally did move out on my own for for good, we had lived in 43 different houses. What? Jeez, that, that how is what? that even possible? The rent came due. We had to go, baby. Oh my God! <laughs> my mother had no money. No money. I, I I love to tell, and I'm not going to give the exact amount, but it was a hell of a lot of money. I gave my mother a. a very large check one time just tell her how much how grateful i was that she inspired me to work hard and get out and get off my ass and do something mm-hmm. i found out she ended up giving it away to other people that's i loved my mother man that's why to this day because my father was such a prick and my mother was so wonderful i will listen to what women tell me to do but not men and i don't do it on purpose it's kind of weird. I didn't even know I was doing it until it was pointed out. It's like, oh, yeah, we always send. Well, I told you, I think Kate Bandell, who now works at Hubbard, mm-hmm. whenever they needed me to do something and the guys asked me, I'd say, no, I'm not doing that. Forget it. Hey, Kate, go talk to Tom. Kate, Kate Bandell will come down and go, you're doing it. And I go, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just in your brain, man. Speaking of that, by the way, in your brain, have you guys seen the movie Nyad about Diana Nyad? No. How do you spell oh, that? God. It is phenomenal. I mean, really well acted. The whole, the what she did in real life was un swam a hundred and eleven miles. Ooh. <laughs> I believe I saw this because is it on Netflix? 
I believe you're right, yes. It stars uh, Jodie Foster, right? Yep. Okay, perfect. And, and Annette Benning. Okay. Annette Benning, I believe, plays Nyad. Uh, it's a terrific movie. You know, it's, it's kind of goofy at times, but just to look at why that woman did what she did, because I told Catherine, I said, that kind of drive, I do understand, and I know exactly, I can tell you right now why she wanted to do that. And this is at the very beginning of the movie, about 10 minutes in. She goes, why? I said, because her father did something to her that she can never forget. That's the only reason you make that kind of an effort is to try to rub out the idea or wipe out the idea of what a prick your father was. Turns out, the father was a prick. What a shock. And when they showed him in the beginning, he was always, you're doing the best you can. He looks like such a great guy, and I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. He's covering up for the prickishness somehow. But, yeah, if you get a chance, Nyad is a phenomenally acted, well-written. It's very inspiring. It's a true story. Yeah, because she swam, the, looks like, 110 miles nonstop from Cuba to Florida, and she had, like, the <laughs> yeah. boats around her. And anytime anybody does stuff like that, like when we had uh, the gentleman that rode his bike or is riding his bike across the United States. Great guy. It's like, I could never in a million years do what they did. Did you say from Cuba to Florida? Uh, yep. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. She did. She swam the whole damn way and didn't get out of the water the whole time. My God. I, I would I would, <laughs> I would, I would eaten by sharks. Yeah. yeah. I'm either eaten by sharks or I'm drowning about a mile into that. Yeah, there you go. It's 110. She had, because the currents would push her off course once in a while. Mm-hmm. I think it's like 100, and 100 miles, but she had to swim like 110 miles because the current <laughs> kept pushing her off course. See, I would just get so... I would, be, I would be pushed so off course that I would I would just never touch land again. No. Yeah, exactly. Oh my well, god. Well, the problem is there is a current that that flows between Cuba and Florida mm-hmm. that if you get caught in that current, it will take you directly to Africa. I mean, it's that strong and that long. I just, like holy god. Well, in about three months, some lion has seen my body washed yeah. up on, on the right on the exactly. shore. What are, what are we doing here? No question about it. Speaking of lion-hearted people, I'm pretty much Phil uh, is going to be on with us in a minute or two, mm-hmm. something like that. Because I got to just tell me when he's joining. Because I do want to approach. Uh, no, I don't want to approach. I want to attack the the. I didn't really view the game, but I kept checking the stats on the Twins Boston game. On, yeah. I think it was on Saturday. Um, it's going to be. It's going to be a painful year. Like, is it the pitch? I guess then we can talk about, Judd, is it a specific element of the team that, or Phil, we can, uh, is it a specific element of the team that is crashing, or is it just a complete disaster all around? No, there's something that happened. Because of that game and the way it turned out, I don't see this team going anywhere. It just, and i got to wait till Phil is going to join us today, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yep. he'll, be, he'll be ready to go after the break here. Oh, that's right. We got to take a break. What the hell? I, I get so distracted by talking about Nyad. If you get a chance, watch Nyad because it's really good. Really, I mean, it's very inspiring. And you do realize anybody who works that hard does it because somebody usually hurt them, and they're trying to make make good for it in their own head. I did it. Mm-hmm. No, I I understand that. That's not. I understand that completely. All right, we'll be right back in just a couple of seconds. Phil will join us, and then we'll talk about why I think the Twins are going to completely suck this year. 
when you go to a restaurant, you expect the chef to be an expert. You expect your auto mechanic to be an expert when it comes to fixing your car. You judge them uh, both by the results of their work. Josh Arnold is an expert in investments and planning your financial future. Josh Arnold is my expert, and I'm not kidding about that. Josh is a tremendously smart guy, and you should invest with him because he knows what the hell he's doing, and he's honest, by the way. That's the other part. Josh Arnold is my expert, and he should be yours, too. I talk to Josh every week, and he understands the market, the economy, and he knows how to plan for your retirement. Don't put it off another day. The man with your plan is Josh Arnold. Call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. you got nothing to lose, and you'll have an expert planning and managing your financial future. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC Security Investment Advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results, of course. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard's a paid endorser. Is that text you're sending so important that you miss your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. God, what timing. I almost sat down in time. What do you think of that action? I had to go say good morning to my wife. Sorry. In addition to having the best selection in town, KNL Surplus and Ammo can also help you sell your firearms safely and worry-free. If you've inherited a collection of firearms from a loved one and don't know what to do with them, or if you have guns you are no longer using, call Jim at KNL Surplus and Ammo. Jim can help you sell those firearms safely through consignment and auction. I know Jim. He's extremely knowledgeable and help you get the top dollar. He will help you explore all the options and take the work and stress off your shoulders. KNL Surplus and Ammo is on Lake Drive in Lana Lakes and open Tuesday through Saturday. You can also visit them online at www.klgunstore.com. You're listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast. You damn right, ladies and gentlemen. There's the devil known as Phil Mackey because he's wait, a sports wait, wait. expert. So I ducked in for the last few minutes of your opening <laughs> segment there. So am I to surmise that you... You didn't watch the game because the games nope. aren't televised. That you peaked correct. at a box score of the Twins, what, second spring training game? That's correct. And the panic alarms inside your head are now set. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the March spring training games. These are the February spring training games, and you're off the bandwagon already. I'll tell you why. You want to know why? I would love to, yeah. First time I checked the score, they were down 6 to nothing to Boston. Okay. And then I checked the score again, and they were tied 6 to 6 to, with Boston. Yeah. Okay. And then I tuned in at the end of the game, and they lost the game 8-6. to six. Okay, so they did come storming back, but they lost the game 8-6, to six, and here's the problem I have. Boston was split squad. Okay, okay. well. Okay, that's not good news when you get your ass kicked by a split squad game team. 
I feel like you are taking a small sample size and blowing it up. <laughs> May I remind you, in fact, I'd love to go back in time. We should yeah. go back and find the Tom Bernard Morning Show from October 25th, 1991. When the yeah, Twins, baby. who took the first two games of the World Series, right? In fact, we could, we could go back and find clips of two things. What was Tom saying the day after the Twins took a 2-0 lead in the World Series? Oh, it's a sweep. It's over. It's a sweep. Atlanta can't score, right? Then what, then what were you saying after game five when they got beat, Tom? 14-5 to five in I game remember. five to go down three games to two. Was it over? Was it over then, Tom? You know what I really like? I didn't even know you then, and you go out of your way to try to make me look bad. That's what I just love. 30 year, 35 years ago, or 100 years ago, whatever the hell it was, uh, you go out of your way. Of course I'm going to say when they're up two to nothing. It's a sweep, because I am a huge Twins. I'm not just a Twins fan. I am a huge Twins. I love the Minnesota Twins, except for Herbeck. He's the one I don't care for. Guy's a clown. Yeah. <laughs> clown. He's a big fella for you and me to be calling a clown, I'll tell you <laughs> That's that. That's why I say it remotely. If I was in the same room. <laughs> yeah, am I wrong, though? You lost to a split squad team. They didn't even have half of their good people playing. Yeah, I hear you. I do hear you. Now, I have not checked the box score from that game yesterday because yeah. I am. I'll tell you what I've been what I've been looking forward to this week. But my guess is the Twins probably didn't play their A lineup either. And probably. even if they did, they probably took those guys out after a couple innings. And so it winds up being a bunch of double A players just you know right. pillow fighting each other for two hours under the sun. Well, I wouldn't know because even though I'm on the road and was thousands of miles from home, I can't watch the game because somehow if I watch the game in Africa, it's going to hurt the Twins ticket sales. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, what is that? It is hilarious, man. It's I think ridiculous. Do you, is it because they want to put people in the seats in Fort Myers or is it because they were I so guess. late getting a TV deal done that they couldn't possibly have organized you right. know, the first three weeks of spring training? That's a good take. I, I just look. I'm I'm hoping you are correct because I didn't. Once I saw they lost to a split squad, I just turned away from the team for 24 straight hours, so I didn't have to think about it. But you're probably right. They probably played a couple innings with their big shots, pulled them. I know it doesn't mean anything, but once I saw it was split squad, it's like really because yeah. they went up six nothing when the good players were in there. You know. So I'm actually I'm the more we talk about this. I'm less mad about them losing a spring training game, even if it was split squad. I'm more mad about not being able to watch them lose a spring training game. You know, think about this. (laughs) Baseball is the only league that I can think of where I'm literally sitting here and I could could be holding a $100 bill saying, Major League Baseball and Twins, here's $100 right now. I just want to watch your games. I'll pay you you $200 for the season. I just want to watch spring training and regular season games streaming on my terms. I don't want to have to go get a cable subscription that I, you know, that I cut the cord on three years ago. Here is money direct to me, the consumer. Take my money so I can watch your product. And they are telling me no yep. for one That's more correct. year. It's That's insane. Correct. It makes no sense to me at all. But Minnesota is that kind of state. Look, I love the people of Minnesota. I do not love the people who run the state of Minnesota. They are some of the weirdest if you, here's what I love. You look at the leaders of our state, and you bring up the words liberal and progressive, which they're neither of. They claim to be. They're not liberal at all. It's all about them. And progressive? No, they're regressive. Give me your money. 
you go broke. No, I don't know if the politicians are running the Twins TV partnership, but I'm going to throw Probably. everyone. I'm with you, dude. Let's throw everyone under the bus on this. Did you see Damn what right. happened? So, Joe, we talked about this on Friday. Joe Polad went on WCCO and talked openly about how we need to right-size our business. We are not in the market. I know fans want us to sign another free agent. He specifically said, we are not going to sign one of these big names that's out there. We're not going to spend $30 million on a free agent, mm-hmm. which was interesting enough, and we talked mm-hmm. about it on Friday. Yes. Well, over the weekend, Bob Nightingale, by the way, uh, from Minnesota, his son covers mm-hmm. the team for the starts. Bob Nightingale is one of the big national USA Today baseball reporters. So the MLB Players Association might file a grievance against the Twins for violating the collective bar. You can, apparently, oh. as an owner, you can't mm. come out and talk specifically about this player. We're, like, we're out on this player. This right, player is right. a 30 because you're, you're essentially suppressing the value of the Players Association, right, of the union. So the twi- but Joe Polad might actually get in trouble legally through the collective bargaining agreement for saying what he did last week about the Twins not signing big-name free agents. Now, how old is he? I think he's like 40, early 40s. That's it. So so he would be Carl's grandson. Is that correct? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't understand why, if you're worth $3.8 billion, if I was worth $3.8 billion on a Twins team, I'd piss every dollar away just to see him win, baby. <laughs> Let's go! We're the same way. I've, I've told my friends, my wife, that I'd be the most fun Super oh, yeah. rich guy of all time. Like, if you gave me $3 billion, I'd literally be like, I'd pay like Michael McDonald to play backyard yacht rock concerts every weekend just for my friends. You know? I used to do that for my friends. I just walked in my and go, She came from somewhere back so long ago. And then I just walk away. That's, That's a great Michael McDonald impression. I right love Michael McDonald. I love that guy. He's a great guy, too, by the way. Yeah, I met him one time. Met him. Oh, you you did, probably met him. You, I mean, you worked in no, classic rock. Well, oh, one time. a couple of times, I guess. But you met him, so he's a great so guy. We, uh, Yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I'm a huge Yacht Rock fan. So mm-hmm. late 70s, early 80s, Christopher Cross, Michael McDonald, just like the corny right. soft rock from that era, right? And there's a group, like it's probably me and two or three friends, you know, sometimes four or five friends, depending on uh, if they can get free tickets or not. So we went and saw we went to Kansas City to watch the Twins Royals when we was like ten years ago. Sure. And we went there was a concert at the at the Sprint Center. It was like Michael McDonald and Kenny Loggins. It was Nile Rogers and Chic. Sure. And so we went, fell in love. A couple years later, Michael McDonald is at the Minnesota Zoo in Apple Valley doing like a concert in the park kind of a thing. Oh, that's nice. And we had uh, we had printed custom Michael McDonald silhouette T-shirts and sat in the front row. Ooh! We were the youngest people there by about two and a half generations. I feel like. <laughs> I <laughs> but, bet. But his his stage manager before the concert started was kind of pointing at us, and and he pulled us over and said, "Hey, after the show's over, come around over here, and I I'll see if I can introduce you to Big Mike." Oh man! And Wonderful. sure enough, we go down there after the show. He's just, he's got the black T-shirt just drenched, dripping in sweat oh, yeah. from tinkling oh, yeah. those keys. But couldn't have been cool. Hey, guys, great to see you for coming out tonight. Really great to meet you guys. We got, <laughs> some, like ca- got some catering behind the bus over here. Just uh, help yourselves. See, how that, isn't that, that's how people should be backstage. It's yes. exactly how they should be. And that's how he, the couple of times that I've run into him, he's, well, I didn't run into him. It was the same situation. He, they were just at the XL, what, about two, three, four months ago, weren't they? Something like that. The Doobie big, Brothers. Big, and- big Mac and the Doobies, yeah. Yeah, that was a good show. 
I went, uh, I think Dougie Sprinthal was at that with me. I can't remember, but yeah, we, it was Sprinthal. But um, yeah, I, Doobie Brothers from day one, loved that uh, band and all the changes they made. I really didn't have any problem with any of it. It just, I guess, yeah, Yacht Rock. I guess I'm a huge Yacht Rock fan and didn't even know it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There, and there's like, there's a little bit of crossover there. So, some of that late 70s Michael McDonald doobies there's a couple songs oh, that yeah. fit the yacht rock but then a lot of it's classic rock you know there's a there's a clear line there what qualifies yeah. as classic rock and yacht rock no doubt about it but I'm yeah I just you know I like most music there's some music I just it's not yeah no not my favorite but I don't know how some people you know never listen to music did you know that some, they just never ever listen to music why they're, would you want the, to go through life with that? Those are sociopaths or deaf people, I would say. <laughs> you might be right about that. Who is the artist or band or musician that you th that you think you've probably listened to the most? Not forced to listen to on radio, but mm -hmm. like your own time listening to music. There is Who would you no, say is your top? No doubt. It's not even a challenge. I mean, obviously the Beatles are way the hell up there. There's no question because they put so many songs out. But my guy was always Marvin Gaye. I thought oh. that he was a wonderful man, first of all. What a supreme talent that guy was. Just a really nice guy. How nice do you have to be to get shot to death by your own father? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? <laughs> Jesus, Palomino. His own father kills him. It's yeah. like, you know, Dad, that's where the money's coming from. I don't know if you know that or not. You, you might want to wait uh, 10 more years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. Gravy right. train hasn't stopped yet. No, I, I, I talked about it several times. My teen years, I got through my teen years because a lot of sadness and sorrow, the 19, you know, the riots in 67, 68, and 69. They burned North Minneapolis to the ground. I got through that whole period by listening to Marvin Gaye sing and Richard Pryor telling jokes. Yeah. That's how I got through it. There's no question about it. That was hideous. I'm glad you guys never had to go. It was hideous going through that, that era. It really was. Yeah, that's. I mean, that whole there's like a 15 year stretch there where yeah, yep. I feel like America was trying to iron itself out in different ways. Are we trying to do that again? Is that what we're trying to do now? It's well, we're always. I think it's. You can look back 20 or 30 years, and there's always something to look back on for yeah. every generation in different ways. No doubt about it. I mean, look, Martin Luther King was in that era as well. It was a whole different situation. Um, I'm glad that I grew up in that era, but I'm also very sad that I grew up in that era because there was a lot of misery. There's, I mean, the entire world was miserable, but America in general, because, I mean, when you start taking out the president and then the guy's brother, Robert, who wants to be president, and you're taking out Martin Luther King, you're killing everybody in sight. They crippled George Wallace for the rest of his life. He had no chance of becoming president, and they tried to kill him anyway. Yeah. It's like, what the? Are you, this is a kind of a cryptic question, but are you surprised that, or let me ask it this way. Do you think those attempts happen and get a lot closer to happening than the public knows? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's no doubt about that. No, did you ever had yeah. anybody pull a gun on you? Oh yeah, just fing just finger guns. No. <laughs> <laughs> that day, that that's nothing wrong with that. Tevin, you've had a gun pulled on you. Uh, yeah, I've been robbed at gunpoint before. Yeah, there wow. you go. It's, uh, it's, it's quite the experience. Yeah, yeah, you, you get kind of the tunnel vision, and you're like, like in my situation, <laughs> you have one guy. They're like, oh, you know, give us your wallet and your phone, and you're like, okay, I'm not getting shot over my wallet, my right. phone, and the right. guy standing behind him. It was like two kids, and they're like, the guy behind him was like, just shoot him and let's go. 
And I'm like, okay, oh let's God. all let's all calm go. down here. And so they took off running. And weirdly, my instinct was to once they got like two blocks away, was to chase after them to see if I could see where they were going. Um, but we ended up getting a group of my friends to do the uh, find my iPhone, and we uh, went and found my iPhone oh. and got it back. Yeah, I love oh. it. And it was uh, quite the turn of events <laughs> for those. Kids. Did you have to kick a little ass to get it back? Uh, I may or may not have tackled one of them in the middle of the street, <laughs> and then one of my friends that was much larger than I was picked the kid up in a headlock and dragged him over. We were over by uh, the, Love it. I guess they're called the crack stacks. What are those? The, the buildings with the, the colored things yeah, in the I, windows. You know, right by two? the freeway by campus. Yeah, 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 yeah by, kind of by the Arcadia. And so we, uh, a large crowd started to form as we were getting ready to get my stuff back one way or another, and then, yeah. Police showed up. I got my wallet back, phone back, and went about our business. You do realize by the end of the day, the Star Tribune and the Pioneer Press will both report that not you, but I said the word colored on the show. Yeah, well, I, that's, I don't know what those buildings are called. Because I think Marilyn Monroe <laughs> lived there back in the day. And, but they got like Marilyn the plastic. Marilyn Monroe? Yeah, they got the plastic like red, yellow, and blue things in the windows. Mm-hmm. She never lived here. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, didn't she? Wasn't that who it was? Monroe? Somebody famous. She was filming. Anderson? Yeah, she was filming a movie, The Legend oh, Says. Oh, I see. And what she you're lived, yeah, she lived in those, because they were luxury apartments, I guess, back in the day. I okay. did not know that they ever filmed the Marilyn Monroe movie in Minnesota. I didn't know that. When did they transition from luxury apartments to crack stacks? Was that like a, <laughs> was it like a, like a press release? Hey, on Monday, just so everyone knows, June of 74. <laughs> okay. It was a wild time. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Now, because your name is Phil, I have to close with a story about another Phil, and I laughed my ass off. It was wonderful. I've been uh, talking to Dr. Phil for, God, 35, 40 years. He's a great guy. You ever meet Dr. Phil? Because you're a Phil? Like the Dr. Phil? Mm -hmm. The Dr. Phil, yes. Never met the Dr. Phil. Great guy. He's a really good guy. So I hadn't talked to him in a couple of years. Uh, and now he's got a new network coming out and the whole deal, and he's blown sky high, and he's just a, he's a very good guy, right? And so I'm talking to him about this, that, and the other thing. I said, you got to come back on more. I really miss talking to you. I hadn't talked to you in a couple of years. And he said, yeah, we got to get that done. And, and then uh, <clears throat> Sansevier, on camera, kind of put his hand up like he wanted to ask a question. And I said, Dr. Phil, I have to ask you something. Uh, um, do you talk to Italians? And there was a pause, and he goes, well, I really don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bob. Sorry, Bob. But Sorry, he did Bobby. talk to Bob. He talked to Bobby. He talked to Sandy, so everything was fine. But... Sorry, Bob. Yeah, you're going to have to sit this one out, guy. It's a... That's one thing I will tell you about doing this show again after being off the air for a year. There, Well, it wasn't a year. It was only a few months, I guess. But but uh, I, I love to interview people. I just love it. Because, well, most of them by, at this point in my life, I know most of the people I'm talking to. Not all of them, but most of them. But I love doing interviews, hearing from people who are very successful. Because you get a better understanding of why they got where they got. Yeah, know? it's the, the, I feel like the ba- there used to be a podcast that was like the story leading up to when someone became famous. Right. Mm-hmm, and right. That's, that's the interesting sweet spot. Because everything else is mostly public, right? But, but the yeah. stuff leading up to when someone became famous is fascinating. Well, like, Al Capone became famous and rich because he killed people willy-nilly. That's all you need to know about Al. <laughs> right? You know, if you could sit down with uh, with Al, if you could resurrect him and say, you know, what what, what led you to that first kill? You know, what was, uh, what were you, what were you? Now, later on, he wound up just hiring people to do the kills for him, That's right? correct. That's, That's what correct. happens when you sit But if I top. ever got, to, if I get to heaven, 
I kind of doubt that I'll get there, and I know that Al Capone ain't going to be there. You're going to see there. him. No. <laughs> not going to see Al Capone, but I would like to do. just talk to him one time and go, what's the deal with that scar on your face? Where'd that come from? Thank yeah. you very much. Great to be here. They made a big deal out of that in the, the movie Capone, you know. The, what, the scar on his face? The scar on his face, yeah. Scarface, Al Capone. You know, he got in the fight uh, before he moved from New York to Chicago. He got in a battle with a guy, and the guy sliced him up. That's not good. No, and I would say if you do pass away, Tom, and the first person you see in the afterlife is Al Capone, I think you probably know which direction you went, right? <laughs> Might be in hell. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> I thought just working over at the queue was hell enough. I've already been oh, through I, hell. <laughs> you, when you die, you like you have the bright light, and then it's just the old queue microphone, and you're sitting there. <laughs> it's, it's Al Capone and four queue executives from Tom's past. You know what I would love, honest to God? Tom, uh, good news for you. You're not going to hell. You're going to heaven, but there is some bad news. Heaven's been purchased by Cumulus. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That would not be good. That would that would be that would. Now look, the rest of the time, other than when they bought it, it was heaven. But as soon as they bought it, it kind of changed right there. Mm-hmm. What, are they, what are those guys called again? The pigs that all they're in it for the money. Money uh, grubbing. Money grubbing's good. I like that. But no, That's what the hell is that called? The, the investor, the. Ah, what the hell? It doesn't matter. In any case, so uh, we're going to stick with our twins, even though they pissed me off. <laughs> We should have a rule. Tom is not allowed to look at a twin spring training box score for another two weeks. You're on two-week timeout from the twins. That's a good idea. Oh, and by the way, I should mention to people, and thank you, people are unbelievable, by the way. I did not know when I went back on social media after 12 years that the account I opened had a limit of 5,000 followers. We got to 5,000 followers in about eight days, and people were going, well, I can't even join. So I, I, what's that? So I did switch over. I got the... Whatever it is. The, the, Pu- the public figure page, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the public figure page. That's what it is, pretty much, yeah. So it's unlimited. You, but, but So don't be pissed off at me anymore. You can, now, you can now jump on if you'd like. I'd appreciate For nine ninety nine a month, you can no, jump on and follow. No, t- no it's, it's free. free. Okay. It's free. And uh, it's, it's Tom Bernard, too, instead of Thomas Bernard. Because the reason I did Thomas in the first place is because anybody who referred to me in a post as Thomas, I knew they were going to tear me apart. Now Thomas, yeah. <laughs> Listen, Thomas, I heard that you said this. It's like, oh God. So yeah, I got rid of. It. So it's just Tom Bernard, uh, pod, not, not the podcast one. That's the that's the one the Hubbards and I. And it's a separate one. It's just a schmooze deal, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, it's just Tom Bernard at, at, on Facebook. So I just wanted everybody to know that that I got rid of the Thomas Bernard because it had a limit on it, and we had exceeded the limit, and or we got to the limit quickly. So. Now, just go there. Now you can communicate. Now you can communicate all your frustrations or all your all your joy, whatever it is. Well, like last night, communications open. Went to bed last night on a Sunday night, and I just my last post was, "Christ, it's Monday. I got to talk to Phil tomorrow." (laughs) That was the last post. Not gonna not gonna sleep all night. Just (laughs) dreading. Not gonna get any rest at all. (laughs) All right. I'm going to call you Dr. Phil from now on. What do you think of that? You should. I'm here to diagnose all of your twin psychological issues. <laughs> I got a lot of those, man. You're going to be a very busy man if you're going to do that, Pally. Well, all right. You. We'll see you guys on Friday. Looking forward to it, Phil. Thank you, Phil Mackey. Ladies and gentlemen, Score North. We'll take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes. Chris Eggert joins us right after this. Have you enjoyed Minnesota's non-winter this year? You want to enjoy the warmth whenever you want? 
Two Minnesotans can help you live that dream. Matt Carlson from Realty One Group Destination Key West grew up in Litchfield, Minnesota, started out helping his friends find homes locally and in Florida, and now can help you. If you've considered living in the warmth of Florida, now is the time to reach out to your new friend in Realty, Matt Carlson. Great guy. It's a buyer's market now, and your Minnesotan friend Matt can help you with a new home here or in the Florida Keys. And if you need some guidance with financing, Kristen Eklund from Coast to Coast Mortgage can help. Kristen is Matt's preferred lender, can finance anywhere in Florida, and like Matt is one of us as she hails from the Sartell, Alexandria area. So if you're looking at a new home in Minnesota or maybe that second home or retirement place in Florida, trust your new local friends and contact Matt and Kristen. Visit OneKeyWest.com, that is OneKeyWest.com, or call Matt at 612-791-2345, 612-791-2345, and work with local professionals that I trust and you can too. Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so we made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365 day sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the Air Dancer guy, scratch-offs, plastic keys, bubble machine. Box. Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. I love Jim Paul. When are we going to have Jim Paul on the show, we should, because he's been a friend of mine for about 40 years now. So, Jim, you're a good man. Uh, Mike Lindell, also a good man. My Pillow employees want to thank my listeners for all your continued support. Thank you. They're having an overstock clearance and new product sale right now for the best prices ever when you use promo code TOM and you get free shipping on your entire order. Get 50% off the My Pillow 2.0. Also get 50% off the brand new flannel sheets that just arrived and won't last long. Six-pack towel sets for only $29.98. And take advantage of the free shipping on larger items such as mattresses and mattress toppers. 100% made in the USA on sale for as low as $99.99. Everything is on sale from the brand new kitchen towels that have the same technology as the bath towels that actually absorb dog beds, blankets, couch pillows, and so much more. To get the best specials ever, go to MyPillow.com or call 800-516-5146. Use promo code TOM, and you get free shipping on your entire order. So call 800-516-5146 or go to MyPillow.com and use promo code TOM. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Tom Bernard Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings, 8 to 9.30, or anytime you like as a podcast on the Tom Bernard app at TomBernardShow.com or wherever you get your podcasts. You heard me. Ladies and gentlemen, Channel 5's Chris Eggers brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation at 952-925-5608. That's 925 925- 
excuse me, 952-925-5608. Once you get it wrong, Tom, so everybody knows that you made a huge mistake. What do you think? I think it's okay. You clarified it. You addressed it right away. Got the right information out there. If you do that, you're doing your job correctly. So I'll be able to slog through somehow. Is that what you're saying? I think so, yeah. Works for me. So what's happening in your world, Pally? Well, it's funny you bring that up about slogging through because last week on the news, I don't know if you caught it, but um, I was supposed to say big tick season. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. And I did say that other thing that rhymes with tick. <laughs> and I said, experts are warning of a big blank season. And I just stopped and I was like, oh, I go, well, yeah, that but, didn't come out the right way. No, <laughs> I apologized did. right away, corrected it, move on. No, no, no. You were absolutely right. It happened to be this show you talk about because the four of us together. Well, obviously big. Yeah. Tick. No. yeah. Big tick season. You know what I love about that so much? Because there's that's a good name, actually. Big Dick Season is a great name, actually, if you want to use it for the right thing. That sounds like a good band name. It right. does yeah, sound true. like a good band name. That's yeah. true. Absolutely. So you got through it. You, you you stood there and took it like a man. Right? I'm just saying, if you if it, the problem when that happens is when you do something like that and you don't say anything and try to like pretend that nothing happened. That's that's usually where it, it goes south. Yeah. Not. Hey, we've all done it. There's no question. Well, the worst one that I ever did was at the old Q building at 917 North Lilac Drive. I was on the air doing a morning show just like I am now. And literally, as you can see my hand, if you're watching the mm-hmm. video, I'm on the air and it was this close. It's like I'm talking and talking and talking and talking. And all of a sudden there's this gigantic spider right in front of my face. It dropped from the ceiling all the way. And it was literally about that far from my face. And I went, F! (laughs) Live on the air. Like, whoops, I probably shouldn't have said that. But you know how shocking that was? It was like, and of course, it was so close to my face, it looked like an octopus, for Christ's sake. Yeah, right. Did did you guys have a dump button? Were you able to dump out of that, or did it go over? I don't care. It's not my problem. I didn't own the place. What the hell do I care? Not my fine. I'd love that. Jeannie Hubbard's at home right now going, oh, let's get rid of Tom. Let's get, <laughs> give him the hook. Uh, this is the internet. You can yeah. say whatever you That's want. True. That's true. That's very true. I mean, as evidenced by everyone's posts on the internet, you can say and do whatever the hell you want on the internet. You know what's interesting about that? You know, now I'm back on social media, and I just announced that I moved over to, to Tom Bernard on a doesn't have any limits and all the rest of it. Every damn post so far has been very, very nice. No, of course, this is going to push people to come on just to be a prick, just to be a smart ass. But no, people have been great. People are a lot nicer than they were like 12 years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're, my God. I think you're kind of in experiencing the people are over. Not There still are some assholes out there. But sure, now people sure. are more like, hey, we can treat everybody like adults and kind of calm down a little bit. People, Love it. Because they didn't. When I, that's the reason I got off is like everybody, anything, you're breathing wrong. It's like, what? Okay, whatever you, you know, that gait you have when you're walking is, it's off a, just a tick. They had to criticize everything because apparently they were just given a voice and they were going to use it. That's, that's kind of the thing. People yep. have a voice that didn't really ever have one before. And that's correct. That's a great equalizer, but it's also really ridiculous a lot of times. 
Absolutely true. No question about that. But yeah, thanks to everybody. So yeah, we we got the. It's not. I got rid of Thomas Bernard too. It's just called Tom Bernard. So that's good. Works like a charm. No question awesome. about it. Well, I'm glad you're having a good experience. It's been phenomenal. So thank you to everybody. You've been really, really good people. What else happened in the news, Pally? Uh, the U of M is going to pick their future president today at a board of regents meeting. Um, three different people, three distinct. Seems very clear, like that. There's a big difference between the three of them, and the person they pick will be kind of the direction they're trying to yeah. take the school. Uh, it's it's a lot of minutia, but that you know that's a that's a big job, pays quite a bit. Um, it's going to be close to record-setting heat today. People were golfing yesterday, yeah. and then it's going to be stupid cold Tuesday, Wednesday, and then we there's a big robbery spree over the weekend. I think 14 different. Robberies in Northeast and South Minneapolis. Uh, they did arrest some of the juveniles, and all the victims were women. So, Jesus. Yeah, I'm getting. They're really... obviously they're obviously looking for a certain person to target. I don't know yeah. how else you yep. could. I don't know how you could. If they're all women, that seems very obvious to me. So that's terrible. But they made some arrests, which is good. So. Uh, you know, I've never robbed anyone in my entire life, even growing up poor, dirt poor and all the rest. I've never stolen anything. I've never robbed anyone. I mean, I'd like to shoot somebody, but I never have. You know. Yeah, you're young. I mean, the day's young. You know what's great about that? I just said I would like to kill someone, and all three went, yeah, we kind of figured that. He had no reaction to that at all. It's like, yeah, okay. No, I mean, I figured <laughs> you could pull it off by the end of the day if you were so inclined. Mm, but I suppose that's true. Hopefully but, not. Hopefully not. We'll hold it up. So uh, so we do have some cold weather come the middle of the week. But overall, that winter has been unbelievable. Yeah, and like I was just hearing from somebody that the big winds this weekend kind of started putting some huge cracks in the ice up in Mille Lacs. So oh, sure. the, the ice fishing season's been terrible, and it's probably, you know, it, it's got to be on its last legs right now because it's going to be insanely warm for the most part of this week. And, yeah, so... You know, I amazing. mean, listen, for people who like warm weather, they're loving this winter. Right. So. No question about it. I've been very, very lucky because, you know, I was born in Long Prairie, moved down to Minneapolis when I was two years old, so I don't ever remember living in Long Prairie, but I do remember driving up there with my brother or whomever at the wheel and going through all those areas like Mille Lacs and all the lake areas and all that stuff. It's about, you know, 120 miles northwest of the Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. I do love northern Minnesota from, I mean... Actually, to tell you the truth, I love all of Minnesota, no matter where you go, from Rochester to uh, Lake of the Woods. I just love that. That territory and the people tend to be really, really nice. The politics are a little nuts, but they are everywhere. So what's the difference? It's, um, it's a, I always wish I could be one of those have a cabin people, but I, you know, like, yeah. yep. first of all, there's some financial considerations there. Second of all, <laughs> like the whole idea of, you know, every weekend, everybody I know who's got a cabin, it's like, it's you almost become beholden to it at some point because yeah. you feel like you yeah. have to justify it. And um, it'd be nice to go in like a co-op where you could use the cabin a certain amount of time out of the year. Well, I did have four friends that bought a cabin together and they each use it three months of the year. How did that work for them? Well, one of them was a skier of like a snow skier. So yep. that he wanted the entire, you know, winter. We got winter. most of it anyway. And then, you know, when you're going from, I suppose, June 1st till December 1st, there's a 
beautiful area, great weather. So, yeah, three out of the four, I don't know how they, they split. I don't know if they took it in a row or one one month here, one month there. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they set it up, but they had, yeah, four of them bought a cabin together. They just loved it because the expenses are next to nothing if four yeah, of you that, own it. Yeah, that would, that would make sense. I'm going to go, You got unless you guys want to go in. I'm ready. Yep. I got about 17 bucks to put toward the cabin right now. I could probably match that. So, <laughs> yep. but that's my limit. Four. Half of it's going to be in quarters, but I got you guys. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. We could buy a place for $78 that'd be, or $68. That'd be good. Yeah. Cardboard box down by the river. <laughs> down by It'll the be river. a nice box, though. Yes, it would. Ooh. Our- yeah. You just said big D and nice box in the same show. That's yep. nice. You guys are filthy. Let me just point that out. Well, I better get going, Adam. Boy, I look at the time. Start. Uh, <laughs> you started it. Yeah. Getting late. Yeah, enjoy Talk the rest. To you of later. Your, yeah, enjoy the rest of your big dick season. <laughs> yeah, there you. <laughs> I still can't believe you did that. Uh, I've done it. I've done it before myself. No oh, question about so it. So bad. So bad. All right, pal. All right, have a good day, guys. Thanks yeah. a lot. Channel Five's Chris Eggert. Oh, really? We got a little applause there, do we now? It was that great of a segment. People are that ramped up about big dick season. Okay, I'm glad to hear that. Excellent. Channel 5's Chris Eggers brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation, 952-925-5608. We'll take a break. Be right back. You guys want to talk to an Italian or like Dr. Phil? Not really, but I'll do it. Only if we have to. Yeah. If we have to, we'll talk to an Italian (laughs) coming up next. Hey, it's a new year. Why not treat yourself to a new gun from K&L Surplus and Ammo? I personally know Jim, the owner, and I'm not making that up. He's a great guy. He's been, first of all, I don't do commercials for people I don't like. So there you go. But Jim, yeah, Jim's a great guy. He's been in the firearms business for over 15 years and knows how to set you up with the perfect firearm for your needs. KNL offers one of the widest selection of firearms in the region, including Beretta shotguns, Antica rifles. Uh, high school trap teams are starting to form now, and KNL has a great selection of SKB shotguns. KNL has Tika and SKB both in right and left hand models. KNL also has a broad range of ammunition, including both American and European calibers. If you have a collection of guns that you'd like to sell, call Jim at KNL so he can help you get the best price through his network. KNL Surplus and Ammo is on Lake Drive in Lana Lakes and open Tuesday through Saturday. You can also visit them online www.klgunstore.com. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to say, Set up a free initial consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E-Law.com. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. 
As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is the Tom Bernard Podcast. You horn tootin'. Ladies and gentlemen, and here he is. Dr. Phil didn't want to talk to him on Friday, but he did. So that was nice. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what. The doctor would have needed a doctor if he kept talking like that. Oh, here we go. <laughs> tough guy. Yeah. What's going yeah, on, He thought Sandy? he was a tough guy. He did. Well, You're absolutely right. Ladies and gentlemen, Bob Sands for your sports brought to you by... Brad John Bryant, personal injury lawyer seeking justice for the injured. Contact Brad John Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Sanny, what is the latest, Pally? Well, I have to retract something I said last week about Ben Johnson. I said mm-hmm. I was too harsh on him. Apparently, I wasn't. Because they got destroyed <laughs> in Nebraska. <laughs> 73-55. My God, oh. you're key. You beat Ohio State. And oh. It looks like. You're going to, you know, you got a good shot. You keep winning, get, keeping it going, getting into the NCAA. You don't get yourself plowed like that. Now plowed. they're 17 to 10, 8 and 8 in the Big Ten. So it's, uh, you know, it's a disappointment to say the least. Who's the big star on that team? Do they have one? They got different guys rise up depending okay. on the, uh, right. the day. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's, it, it has been a D. De- I mean, 17 wins, is, that's a good number. You can't an eight and eight in the big uh, ten. That's not bad, but mm-hmm. it's a lot of competition for those at-large bids. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. I, look, Bob. I mean, I grew up basically with Jim Dutcher and Clem Haskins and those kind of people. I shouldn't say grew up, but I was you know in my early thirties and late twenties and all that. I love Gopher basketball, but I have not been able to watch it in years because they've been terrible. Well, I know exactly what you mean, and uh, you know it hasn't been the same since Clem Haskin. Stopped uh, running the team. <laughs> you remember Damn that? Right. He never said S's. Man, We're going to play at Willem Arena. Never Willem Arena. No, he never said S's, in, including in his own name, Clem Haskin. Yeah. He didn't say Haskins. He said Haskin. His own name, he didn't say the S, which I, I love. I, I love talking to Clem. And, uh, you know, because he, he actually, other than that little scandal, he was a good guy. And that was a that scandal should have never gone anywhere. That's ridiculous. Well, there's people who didn't take accountability and should have. Yes. For instance, the professors who accepted uh, term papers on the menstrual cycle from college basketball players who were men. <laughs> well, close that doesn't enough. raise a flag. These guys were so lazy they wouldn't even take a uh, you know something right. that didn't have to do. With the woman's menstrual cycle. That's what they were turning in. It's something that uh, AJ and Tevin would pull. Oh! 
I've wanted to make them part of the conversation here, you know? No, I understand that. There's no question about it. But we've had good coaches over the years for the Gopher basketball team. Had some not-so-good coaches for the Gopher basketball team. But, you know, uh, I need that team to get a lot better. They're pretty good, but they need to get better. They do. They need to start knocking down NCAA tournaments every year. You horn tooting. And then uh, your Vikings will find out, well, they'll find out more about players that they plan to draft uh, tomorrow. The scouting combine kicks off, and they they got to figure out a way to get a quarterback who could be a good one and their future quarterback. Yeah, yeah. What, why is it such a problem, Bob? What, finding a quarterback? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of them that aren't that good. I mean, oh, every draft there's, oh, he's going to be great, and then he turns. the guy turns out to be a bum. That's a problem. You are a bum. I love that. I love the first time I ever heard it, and I still love it. <laughs> the uh, oh, the honeymooners, right? The honeymoon, yeah, it was Jackie Gleason when he called his boss. Remember, he thought he had inherited a ton of money. Yes. Yeah, he, right. he calls his boss on the phone. He goes, "I just called to say that you are a bum." <laughs> it's because he inherited <laughs> fortune. Fortune. That's right. Which turned out to be what? Now, don't tell him yet. Tevin, no. AJ, what did fortune turn out to be? You've inherited a fortune. Because um, the Honeymooners, that's a very classic movie. I'm going to say it was probably like $3,000. Okay. AJ? I I feel like this is going to be like the old, like my childhood of like a million. So back then, I'm going to say like he got like $100,000 or something like that. Oh, my God. Sandy, what was fortune? A bird. It was a parrot. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> It was named Fortune. Oh, yes. my God. You, a parrot named Fortune. You have inherited a fortune. Uh, hamana, hamana, hamana. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what that's got to be an awkward conversation. Hey, so you remember when I called you a bum? I'd like to take that back. <laughs> you, exactly. Okay, you guys have got to watch some of the old episodes of The Honeymooners. They're all oh. uh, virtually every 99% of the scenes took place. Tom, what was, was the room? About 10 by 10, the, the yeah, kitchen? That's about it. They never went to the bedroom. It was a two-room apartment. They never went yep. into the bedroom, just the Correct. door. Yep. And it was it just it, it was hilarious. And, and uh, Norton, Norton was a big part of it. Norton. <laughs> it a, I love what he and uh, you got to just watch it to see when Norton addresses the ball in golf. Oh yeah, hello ball. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's depressing, Tom. Somebody posted something that uh, it was like from the was it from the seventies. The, the 50 years of uh, CBS, and they had yes, all the great yep. stars. If you can name five of them, you're old. Well, I think I can name just about every one of them on there, and it was 100 or so. Well, Because well, it's um, not these people were people. If you were watching TV in the 70s, which I was, and even in the 80s, you could still c- catch them. You should know who these people were. If the shoe fits. You know? <laughs> well, it's yeah. a different culture, Bob, and I'm not trying to be a, a prick or anything like that. But because of World War II and the greatest generation returning to America, we as baby boomers paid attention to all generations going back three and going forward. That does not happen anymore. Current no. generations pay attention to their generation, and that's about it. I mean, I'm not saying that's bad, but that's just how it is now. Oh, well, yeah. and they had like George Burns was in this picture. Well, I mean, I watched, I wasn't around when his show was on, I wasn't no, born yet. God, no, but. No. I mean, I knew who he was, and that's the thing. People don't know. Like, and it's not a knock on you guys, but you had no idea that Fortune was a parrot. Oh, no. Like, in, 
that it will, and I feel like today there's so much more content that's being put out yes. where, yep. you know, back in the day, it's, oh, we've got, you know, three stations, we're all watching the same show. And so to go back, and it is weird too to, like, because technology has come so far, so you can get things that look great on screen. To go back and mm-hmm. watch them black and white, it's definitely uh, a all little right. uneasy. If Tom or I were to say mash to you, would that be a potato or would it be a TV show? Definitely potato first, but it was uh, like a war show, correct? The, it was no, about the correct. Vietnam War. I've, I've watched mash. Mash is tremendous. That's like one of the it greatest is. shows of all time. Okay, yep. then tell them what war it was, AJ. Um, the is it? The, he didn't watch no, the show. No, he didn't no, watch no, the show. no. He didn't watch the <laughs> no, show. He did. It, it, it's like the was it the Gulf War? Oh my God! The, <laughs> I don't know. I, the Vietnam? Uh, no, is it uh, Vietnam? I'm gonna say Vietnam. Uh, no, that's that sounds guess. right. Yeah. No, it was a Spanish-American War, the Gulf oh, War. I don't know. <laughs> it was Korea. 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 Uh, well, you know, I mean, who cares? I just know about. Uh, <laughs> who cares? <laughs> so that looked like the Gulf to you? I know about <laughs> like radio and. Uh, right. you know. I know Cheers was in a bar. <laughs> yeah, Cheers. Everybody knew okay, their name. That's good. For Kevin, Cheers was in a bar. Yeah, it's good stuff. I mean, like like I said, people people have different views of different things, and you know, that's there's so much more going on now. I don't know if you could pay attention to all the things we used to pay attention to. No, and, you know, okay, I got one. Tom, I'm sorry, I got to ask them one more question. Who was the star of the Mary Tyler Moore show? Mary Tyler Moore, and I'm glad that you brought <laughs> nice. her up. I'm glad that you brought yeah. her up because I have to. Fact check myself. A listener wrote in. It wasn't. Uh, it was Mary Tyler Moore who lived in Minnesota while filming. Okay. Uh, right. Some movie. Oh, you not, said it was Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, not Marilyn Monroe. I have my. I didn't think so, but I just went along with you because yep. you know, otherwise you would burst into tears or something. You yeah, know? I usually try to only cry during the breaks. <laughs> You're mean to me, Tom, because you said Marilyn. Yeah, it was Mary Tyler Moore. There we go. That house is still there on uh, what is it on uh, Lake of the Isles, isn't it? Yeah, it's right off of Lake of the Isles. Yeah, it's a beautiful house. I had a friend take me there, and it's like, eh, okay, big deal. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. But I mean, it was a great show. But these are all shows you could watch now, and they have not weathered with time. And no, the Dick Van Dyke show, which she yep. was only, I think she was still a teenager when she played Rob Petrie's wife. Yeah. That, I think, that was the first really great comedy that. Um, would stand the test of time. Yep, it was no smart question. writing, and it was just that Carl Reiner was uh, was behind it, and it was phenomenal. No doubt about it. But I, yeah, I mean that's the one thing I I'm very grateful for because as far as comedy goes, I can go all the way back to Park Your Carcass to today. Who whose dad? Who, who was the dad of? Do they know that? Well, I don't think they do know that. Very famous family, as a matter of fact. Nope. Like the Brady Bunch or something? I don't know. <laughs> the Brady Bunch. I a know. fictitious. He was the parent of a fictitious family. Yes. Well, Bob Einstein, do you know who uh, that was? You know who that yeah, is? Yeah, that's Albert's kid. Yeah. Grandson. <laughs> brother. Uh, his brother for Christ's Albert Brooks' his brother, not Albert, Albert Einstein's <laughs> son or brother. Well, his real name is Albert Einstein, though. It is, yeah. But he had to change it. Had to change it to Albert Brooks, yeah. Why would you name your kid Albert Einstein? Why don't you put a little more weight on his neck? <laughs> exactly. Jesus, you're stupid for an Albert uh, Einstein. There, by the way, I'm not sure if it's on uh, or Max or which one, but you should look for Defending My Life which is Albert Brooks and Rob Reiner talking phenomenal. about Albert Brooks's career, which is, Tom, you've seen it? Yes, phenomenal. That's terrific. And it's really based on good. Defending Your Life, a movie 
that Albert Brooks made, which I thought was hilarious. All his, I loved all of his work. I, I thought he was terrific. We used to have him on the queue once in a while, and just a really, really nice guy. I just, I like nice people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he, uh, he gave us the ter- the nest egg. And yes. Then when he tried to convince the casino owner, who actually was, you know, a, a famous, it was uh, Gary Marshall. Yep. That he could, they could be known as the casino with a heart if he, they would just give him all his money back that his wife lost. What you'll be known as the casino with a heart. What did he say to his wife when he got back in the car after losing all that money and not being able to get it back? He said one thing to his wife. What did he say? Oh, I don't remember the line. What was it? Okay, here's how it's going to go from now on. I don't ever want to hear the two yeah. words nest and egg from you ever again. <laughs> <laughs> they're separate. <laughs> I, they lost their nest egg, so he never wanted to hear it again. <laughs> God, those again. movies were funny. Phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, somebody was mentioned it the other night, and I have to watch it because I haven't seen it in years. Now, have both of you, Tevin and AJ, have mm-hmm. you seen Blazing Saddles? Oh, yeah. Yeah, not, I have. Not in its entirety, but oh. I've watched m- most of it. Okay. Uh, AJ, what period is that set in? Uh, well, that's like the Wild West. All right. Good job. Yeah. But then, but then it's also not because it, at the end there's like a, the fourth wall break where they go to the premiere of their own movie, but the characters are playing themselves. But also the it's a weird it's a weird like time break at mm. the end. But yeah, it's oh, mainly Dom the Wild West. Yeah, it's Dom DeLuise directing a dance troupe, <laughs> which makes no sense. But I suppose you're shooting on a Hollywood set, you're going to run into that kind of thing. Yeah. One of the greatest movies of all time. There's no question about it. Yeah, I got to watch it again, and it's out there. And it did not get canceled, even though they dropped the big N in there about 7,000 times because it's such a good movie, so well done. And he did it to get, well, get over this word. I mean, that's why Mel Brooks, actually, he told, that's what he told me when I interviewed him. He said, just keep saying it, and maybe people would get over it and stop using it in such a derogatory way. It's well-intentioned. Yeah, Cleavon Little, who obviously was one of the stars, he, he died young, right? He did, yeah. Because he didn't make many movies. I don't know if he made any other movies. He was terrific in it. God, I had a whole a cast movie. was great. Bob, that was one of the greatest movies ever made. No yeah, Alex Karras as Mongo was terrific. Mongo, remember when Mongo knocked out a steer? Punched <laughs> was it right a steer in... or a horse? Oh, I thought it was a steer and a horse, both. That might have been both. That might have been both. Punched him in the face and knocked Which, him out. <laughs> again, is why I need to watch it again, because it's been so long. Oh, it is a wonderful movie. It. It's Gene Wilder. Richard Pryor wrote it, right? I think he was one of the writers, well, yeah. Co-wrote it, I, yeah. You're and right. he was the one who put in the all the N-words, I think. Yes, it is. It was he himself. that did. You're 100% correct. All right, Sandy, a brilliant report as usual. We learned yes. a lot from you today, I want you to know. Well, we, uh, we, learned, we learned that MASH might have been during the Gulf War. Yeah, yeah. early 90s, baby. Yeah, early 90s, no, somewhere in there, no question about it. All right, then. And, uh, yeah, that would have been a tough one because MASH was made in the 70s, but it was the early Gulf. They were yeah. predicting the future. They yeah. knew what yes. was going to happen. <laughs> Ooh, he's the soothsayer. Exactly right. right. We'll, we'll see talk you to you Friday, Sandy. Yep. Thank Looking you. Looking forward to it. Bob Sands of your sports brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant. Personal injury lawyer seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That is minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Take a break. Be right back. Check on the news coming up in about, uh, about 10 minutes. We'll have a little Kristen Burt. We'll be right back right after this.
February is the month for love. When is the last time you gave your carpet the love and attention it really deserves? Have you gotten down on your hands and knees and adored how clean and refreshed it was? Or are you scared what you might see or smell maybe not only is your carpet one of the biggest investments in your home but it's also the biggest air filter in your house lucky for you zero res is going to spread the love to you and your home with their love your rug special get three rooms zero resified starting at just 119 bucks and a free hallway don't forget dirt and dander's favorite hiding place your air ducts this month takes 75 bucks off when you get your air ducts zero res clean Call Zero Res right now, 952-ZERO-RES, 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z, or go online at ZeroResMinnesota.com and say you want the Tom Bernard Show special. Protect your employees and customers by getting your business Zero Resified by the pros at Zero Res. Call today for your commercial cleaning estimate. Spell it forward or backward. It spells the same, Zero Res. Is that text you're sending so important that you miss your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with my Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Have you enjoyed Minnesota's non-winter this year? Want to enjoy the warmth whenever you want? Two Minnesotans can help you live that dream. Matt Carlson from Realty One Group Destination Key West grew up in Litchfield, Minnesota. Started out helping his friends find homes locally and in Florida. And now he can help you. If you've considered living in the warmth of Florida, now is the time to reach out to your new friend in Realty, Matt Carlson. It's a buyer's market now, and your Minnesotan friend Matt can help you with a new home here or in the Florida Keys. And if you need some guidance with financing, Kristen Eklund from Coast to Coast Mortgage can help. Kristen is Matt's preferred lender, can finance anywhere in Florida, and like Matt, is one of us, as she hails from the Sartell, Alexandria area. So if you're looking at a new home in Minnesota or maybe that second home or retirement place in Florida, trust your new local friends. Contact Matt and Kristen. Visit OneKeyWest.com. That's OneKeyWest.com or call Matt at 612-791-2345, 612-791-2345 and work with local professionals you can trust. You're listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. i got to run this headline by you. Uh, were you guys affected by the AT&T uh, crash? No, I was not. How about you, Tevin? No. Okay. I was not either. Um, it was mostly AT&T, but then a couple other ones kind of, What I, I guess some places T-Mobile uh, failed to. I, I don't know, but it was mostly mm-hmm. AT&T, correct? Yeah, that was the main one that got everybody up in a tizzy, I guess. Now, how long did you mean they're under wearing a bundle? I yeah, love it. I couldn't say. I was like, I don't know what word I'm trying to look for here, but we're just going to say tizzy, and uh, hopefully nobody notices. Exactly. Absolutely. So how long did it last? Because I, I, I remember it happening, but uh, we have Mint Mobile, so we, we were not affected by it. So what, Mint Mobile's owned by T-Mobile, I think. I know the outages were, like, early in the morning until, like, 
either late morning or about afternoon-ish is when mm-hmm. most people started recognizing, okay, things are back up and running. And I think they declared that everybody is fixed by, like, 3 o'clock. Yeah. It, okay. It, Tom, are you – is the headline you're talking about AT&T's response to yeah. this? Perfect. It certainly is. Yeah, it really is. So it, the outing uh, outage lasted about six or seven hours. Is that correct on average? Yeah. Yeah, let's say that. So for your troubles, let's say it was six hours. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For every hour you were out, AT&T took care of you by reimbursing customers at 83 cents an hour. Five dollars <laughs> for the whole seven-hour outage. Five Five bucks. <laughs> Like Jesus. Like I guess I'll take a five dollar credit, but you could just keep it. <laughs> like, you, what's no. the point, AT and T? No, the thing about that is, <laughs> I guarantee you, for every one of those people, there's going to be a service charge that just happens to be five dollars oh, yeah. the oh, next yeah. month, and they're going to oh, take yeah. it right back. Yep. You're, you'll get no argument with me on that. From me on that uh, one, I guarantee you, they are not going to pay for that. You and I are. Yeah. That's just, uh, God. That's Okay. Hey, you know, the unfortunate part of it is my buddy's mom died during that five hours, but he got five bucks out of the deal, so. Yeah, and. Or seven hours, I guess. Yeah, and for AT&T, next time, just add up the total amount that you gave back to your customers, and if it's, you know, 500 million. Be like, we gave our customers back 500 million, and then rather than breaking it down, because it doesn't sound as generous as uh, what they think it is. Exactly right. One more headline I'm going to go with. Uh, I think I indicated a couple of weeks ago that I'm already sick to death of Taylor Swift and I don't know anything about her. I This is pushing me. Oh, I saw this coming, so it pushed me over the top. I do hate them both now. I want you mm-hmm. to know that. Taylor has banned Travis from strip clubs and spent half a million dollars on his wardrobe to reboot it. Now, you're just showing off your wealth. To all your fans and all, look how rich I am. I'll uh, ish. I'll 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 spin that the other way. I would love okay. that, Sam. Of course you would. If Sam, were I you. I happily will not go to any strip clubs if you put that much money into my wardrobe. I have this. I, I rotate mm-hmm. the same like seven to nine flannels every week. A couple sweatshirts mixed in. Let's go out. Let's go all out. Like I, I would, I would love that. Are you kidding me? I would, I yeah. would take that. Wouldn't you want Catherine to help you spruce up your your wardrobe a little bit? No. Okay. Well, that's no, where I you and I not. differ. That's where you and I differ. Yeah. No. I, I you know, the half a million is one thing, mm-hmm. but the the wardrobe, who cares? Yeah. And I think, as far as this should be like no news, because I would assume most girlfriends don't want their significant other going to a strip (laughs) club. And I would also say that most girlfriends or wives probably think their husbands don't make the best fashion decisions and they're going to spruce it up. But I'm sure there will be people out here that spin it the other way and go, oh, she's trying to be controlling and she doesn't like sex workers and make this Taylor as a bad person, I'm sure. They're both just showing off at how, look, as soon as he attacked his own coach and went, this is going to get much worse, mm-hmm. and it did, you have to hear how much money Taylor Swift has. God bless her. She's mm-hmm. earned it. You know, she's had a great career. Yeah, I'm not going to take that away from her. But all we're going to hear about if these two pukes stay together is how much money they have. 
Well, and if they, both, if, they, if they both have AT&T, they're each getting five extra dollars, too. Yeah, yeah see? <laughs> There's another yeah. 10 spot. There you no, go. But I, right I know there. more. I know more about their relationship than I care to. Like, I know right. that he went to Australia for her concert and that they went to the Australia Zoo. And it's like, I, can we stop reporting every little thing they do, please? But, Tevin, she had to send her private jet all the way to Kansas to fly him to Australia you know, that private jet trip takes a while to do. It, that was not an easy thing mm-hmm. for him to do, sitting on a private jet drinking champagne. That's, no. that's been one of my favorite, like, internet jokes the past, like, month or so is, like, Taylor Swift getting the remote from the other side of the living room, and it's like a Boeing 747. <laughs> <laughs> you know, God bless him. This is America. You make a great living. Just don't shove it down poor people's throats. Or anybody's yeah. throat, for that well, matter. Stop doing that. And I would say that it's not just it's not her and Travis that are necessarily facilitating it. Yes, they probably lean into it, but the average Joe, I know there was a guy that created an Instagram account where he specifically just tracks Taylor Swift's private jet flights oh, and posts God. them because it's public Whatever. knowledge, and so he'll be like, oh, "She flew here," and then post it, and they're like, "Oh, she flew here," and so mm-hmm. it's yeah the. It is the Taylor Swift and the Swifties are out in full force and loving every minute of it. There's no question about that. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll take a break. Be right back. Speaking of the Taylor Swift of this outfit, because we just adore her so much, Mm -hmm. Kristen Bird is up next right after this. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so he made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365-day sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the Air Dancer guy, scratch-offs, plastic keys, bubble machine fire. Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. 
The Tom Bernard Show is proud to have partners like North American Banking Company, Bradshaw and Bryant, and attorney and advertiser Dave Bielke. I've been advertising on Tom Bernard shows for years. I like Tom, not just because he's a good guy, but because the ads I run on his show bring me new clients that are hurt at work and need legal help. Tommy B works for me. If you'd like to find out more about growing your business with The Tom Bernard Show, go to TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. You're listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast. Good morning, KB2. Good morning. So I got to read some stuff to you guys because, like I said, I, I I did not know when I when I went back on social media that you, you could only get 5,000 friends on that one page. So mm-hmm. we're, shut, we're shutting that one down and we opened a new page with, with unlimited friends and all the rest of it. And here's why I wanted to do something like that. Because I, I was talking about that, hey, thank you for your patience. We changed it because it could only have 5,000, 5, uh, you know, subscribers and all the rest of it. So you can have as many as you want on this one. The number one thing they started doing, it's just wonderful. No, anyone can come. Huh? No one ever said that I know more about anything. Thank you. Pair of choppers, $17. How's that? Ken Thomas's cash call. Who is this? I got every quote from the history of the KQ Morning <laughs> Show on this page. It was just wonderful. So I can finally you, follow you because I'm a page myself. I can't, right. I can't follow you otherwise. Well, that's what I see. I didn't know that because I've been off social media for 12 years. But I will say this, Kristen, and I, I mentioned this earlier. I think it's a much more genteel, much more accepting world because when social media started, everyone's such a prick. Remember that 12 years ago? It was just horrible. You haven't been on Twitter recently, have you? I don't go on Twitter. (laughs) Yeah. I don't go on Twitter. They're all there. Yep. They're all there. Why do they want to go? Is it because they're being a tough guy because there's no consequences of being a tough guy on social media? Elon Musk Mm -hmm. has allowed kind of a free-for-all platform there. Oh, okay. And I've had to report things to twitter to say this is inappropriate behavior uh and they were they're always like nope it does not violate uh, any of our regulations where prior when it was i don't know who owned it jack jack someone or jack doherty or something like that jack dorsey jack dorsey Dorsey, thank you yeah dorsey he owned it before i would they'd be like okay great we've like suspended them or you know they, they had, or like, there's a strike against them, something like that. Now it is a total free-for-all, so I don't go on that much just no. because there's so much abuse on it. No, I do remember. I was I think I was 59 when I left, uh, I left uh, Twitter because I literally got sick of, I'm at 2000 Southeast Elm Street. I'll see you outside in about 10 minutes, pal. And, of course, nobody ever showed up. And then Catherine mentioned to me, what if they just drove by and shot you? I went, eh, good point. <laughs> Let's not do that anymore, shall we? That wouldn't be great, just get shot to death in front of the queue. That would, no, no, not no, at all. No, but no, it's it's much more. Is it across the board? Is social media much friendlier now than it used to be, except for, except for X? No, no, not at all. No. It's worse, honestly. Is it, it is really? Worse. Yeah, I think your page, people are glad to see you after a long absence. Mm-hmm. And as long as you stay above board with like lovely light topics, you're going to be fine. If you dive into politics on your page, 
warning you right now, it will be very ugly very oh, quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm a centrist, so I don't give a rat's ass about people's politics, left or right. Extreme left and extreme right, I, I want nothing to do with. I like Democrats and I like Republicans. Took me a well, long time to get there. the best thing is to just not talk about it at all. Mm-hmm. Well, I know, but I mean, when when four colleges get nailed for pissing away $166 million, you kind of want to point out, let's not do that again, shall we? Our college system is in big trouble. I don't know how people afford it, to be honest. I, I went to NYU, and Ugh. it is, I don't know, three, four $400,000 to go there for four years. <laughs> Jesus. My high school. I went to a private high school. It is $60,000 to go there for a year. Unbelievable. It's not a boarding school either. It's a day school. So I have a question for you. Is that why when you you and your mom were together in that closet, she was tearing up because she's still paying for your college education? <laughs> no, I, I had a scholarship at NYU, so my parents... Oh, I had a scholarship because I'm yeah. so bright, Tommy. So annoying, oh, isn't it? I'm, I've got a scholarship. Well, it's you know what? I'm very grateful for it because I'm Absolutely. still not paying off student mm. loans. Uh, that was That's a huge deal. So, Because I know so many people yep. who are saddled with... Two hundred thousand dollars, and then they're going to grad school, and that adds to it. How much did it cost me? I went to college for one day. How much was it? Probably still about twenty thousand. Twenty dollars. <laughs> well, I was true. like, if you break it all down for the semester, yeah, yeah. like a hundred dollars for the day. Yeah, probably a hundred bucks. Yeah, for the day I showed up, yeah. and I literally knew I knew from just sitting there, this is not for me at all. The ass kissing of the professor and she was just sucking it up like there was no tomorrow I'm like this is not a place for me at all not at yeah, all yeah college is not for everyone and mm-hmm. i think if i were graduating right now i'd tell someone go and get a trade like go yeah. <laughs> and learn something that's not going to be eaten up by ai in the next five years Do right it. well chris and I'll, i don't want to spend a lot of time talking about it because you only you know you got what you want to talk about but Kath and I saw Nyad over the weekend. My God, that was a good movie. What a no story, too. It. What a story. I mean, it's a really great true story. The acting in it was phenomenal. The woman swam 110 miles without ever getting out of the water. Yeah, and she was and in her 60s. Cons- oh. she was yeah, and there's cons- conspiracy theorists who think that she got in and out of the water. There's nope. And so there's people who don't believe that she actually did uh, it, too. Like, so there's been, like... It? Yeah, it's crazy. I'm like, have you? Did you see what she looked like when she walked out of the water? Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> All the jellyfish stings. <laughs> yep, it's true. Annette Bening's great in the role. Jodie Foster's mm-hmm. great as her coach. Yep. And movie. Diana Nyad wound up doing Dancing with the Stars after she did that swim. Did she really? She did. She didn't last very long because you know swimmers only do one motion. Yeah. Where dance is like mm-hmm. a three sixty mm-hmm. motion. So she was kind of stiff, but it did at least get her. You know, your base salary even for just lasting like a week or two is like two hundred fifty thousand dollars. It's not bad. I could do the twist for two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, I would do Come it. Come on, baby, let's do the twist. Yeah, baby. chubby checker. That's all I'm saying. How good a guy do you have to be when, hey, you know what? You're going to become a world-renowned figure. What could your name be? Let's say you're fat, so let's call you a chubby checker. I mean, and it he feels like a okay. very 50s thing, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, indeed. You're absolutely right. Checker. That's Domino. I barely yeah, know check, her. Huh? Checker. Oh, see, there you go. That's the but worst joke. In the same area, we had a chubby checker and a fat's Domino. So what do you think of that action? 
Well, we got like Fat Joe now. Yeah, yeah, that's right. There's Fat yeah. Joe now. That's right. Oh, he lost a lot of weight, so he's more like a skinny Joe. Ozempic Joe. Yeah. Ozempic <laughs> Joe. Ooh, I like that. Concert. Hey, it's not a bad idea. <laughs> that's not at Super all. ad for next year. Yep. There you go. Free yeah. idea. No, you know what? I think I'll do it this well. I'm going to start this week. I've just decided. You, you've inspired me. Can you buy Ozempic? Ozempic over the counter? No. I didn't think so. <laughs> I mean, I'll you shouldn't to... be able to. I'm sure there are some unscrupulous people oh. selling it, but I would I... only do Ozempic under the care of a doctor. Oh, God, yes. There's no yeah. yeah, You don't want to start taking drugs without a doctor knowing what you're mm -hmm. doing. Uh, except for there's there's one place that I go, and I whenever I check in, I stay on the same floor, and I walk along that floor, and always there's somebody in about two doors down that hits the hits the geef in their suite. They must live there or something, because the hallway always smells like marijuana. Always. It's like what? I haven't been here in six months. Still smells like marijuana. You they get a contact high. <laughs> you literally could if you stood there by their front door. You could get a contact high. I'll tell you that. But yeah, the the programming right now, things like Nyad, just a tremendous story. And the, the great thing about it is, is Catherine said, what do you think drove her? And I said, I guarantee you it was her father that did something to her that drove her to that. Because I experienced that myself. That's why I worked so hard and got so lucky becoming as successful as I did. Because I did it just to shove it up my father's ass. What do you think of that? I'll show you. It's the I'll old just, I'll show you. It is I'll show you. And you, you. got to wag your finger when you do it. I don't need your help, buster. <laughs> Uh, but you know, that's, and it turned out to be the, the case that her father was just an asshole to her. Although in the beginning of the movie, he looks like he's being really nice. And then you realize he's just working her. Yeah. You're like, but the truth is he's not. <laughs> the truth is he's not. So any, any new programming we should know about? Um, well, I just think the big news from over the weekend, first of all, SAG awards and not mm -hmm. necessarily the awards themselves, but the fact that they were the first live streaming award show on Netflix. Right. And they were actually pretty decent because oh. they could drop F-bombs. They were very loose. True. Mm -hmm. They, like, took the winners off stage and did a little behind-the-scenes, like, interview with them. They kind of started to maybe break the mold a little bit on the, the award show. And to me, it puts the Oscars on notice. Oscars are a couple weeks away, and we're going to get the same old, same old on ABC. There's still no streaming deal for the Oscars. You can only watch them on ABC. You can't watch really? them on Disney Plus or Hulu. Mm -mm. So who's the so, host? You're going to hate it. Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, he's terrible. <laughs> all those guys, those late night people. Once you watch Johnny Carson and see how it's done, you all three are terrible. You'll be happy to know Jimmy Kimmel said he is thinking about retiring after he wraps up to the, his current contract, which I think he has a couple more years. I think he goes through 26 or something like that. I mean, God bless him. He he found his audience. There's no, I mean, those mm. shows are nowhere near as big as the Johnny mm -mm. Carson show was. It's not even close, but uh, Jimmy, the other kid, he used to come on the KQ Morning Show once in a while, Jimmy Fallon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I heard he's just a massive pain in the ass to work with. It's, he likes to look, 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 look. Let me just tell you something. Oh. You can thank Rolling Stone for that deep dive article. But oh, honestly, really? okay. uh, yeah, they did the deep dive. and But I think because it was done during the strike, I, I feel like it just kind of came and went. It was yeah. like maybe a two-day yep. headline. And then he was like, I'm sorry if I did anything bad and bye. And that was it. And well, I got to be honest with you. I... 
I never did anything wrong when I was a drinker. It never happened. I you was were perfect. Very, I was very. Is that nice why you to left everyone. Twitter? <laughs> Weren't you like tweeting in the middle of the night? <laughs> yeah, that might be true. That might actually have happened. Uh, that's why the whole thing was erased. Andy took it all and erased every bit of it. Super smart. I love Andy. You don't want that stuff to come back and haunt you. Um, well, they already invented with? shit to haunt me, calling me all those names like a racist and a homophobe. They knew that wasn't true. They knew 100% that was bullshit, but they couldn't wait to try to harm me. You succeed in Minnesota without their help, they will come after you. That's a fact. Is that and Minnesota that, nice? Yeah, that's Minnesota nice. That's exactly what it is. But maybe it's that way everywhere. Is it that way everywhere? Yeah. If I can't take some credit for your success, then you're a failure. Yeah, I think it's like that a lot of places where the only thing people seem to love more than kind of that underdog story is the fall of somebody that's at the top. Yeah, they love that whole thing. I, you know, I never even checked it. I probably should have sued them for printing that because they knew it wasn't true. They knew flat out it wasn't true, but they printed it anyway. You could have done some good old-fashioned defamation. You're damn right. Sue them for defamation. Yeah. should have. Well, I'll say in Hollywood, we do. We build people up, and then we, once yes. they get to the top, we go like yep. this. We flick them right off. Yep. And you, I know I, I was listening to your unhinged conversation <laughs> about Travis and Taylor. and but Unhinged? Is, it was unhinged. They're I love hideous. it. They're hideous. They're not hideous. But here's the thing. You're worse than they are. <laughs> I've been worse than they are for a long time, Tom. You know this. No, yeah. <laughs> what are you okay. talking about? Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, is that we've built them up to these, like, you know, the king and the queen of the prom. Mm -hmm. We, we cannot wait now, and I'm just saying a collective we, yeah. uh, to for them to break up or for them to be, for someone to cheat or for there to be trouble, mm -hmm. you know. Oh, we knew all along this was going to happen. He's an athlete, something like that. Because... Nobody thinks that every story is perfect. And this may be end game for them. And they may get married and have kids. We don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's still early on in the relationship. But I will tell you, there are plenty of tabloids that are just foaming at the mouth for mm -hmm. one misstep. Yeah. At this point, they have to just go the distance and grow old and die together. Because if they break up or have one little, well, you're saying misstep, it's just going to be everybody's going to get behind the microphone or on Twitter and just have a field day. Got to be honest with you. That thing has never been real, and it's never going to be real. It's all bullshit. I don't all. Know. This is not a PR relationship. It's no. not. Yes, I, it I'm is. telling you right now, you do not go and hop on a plane back and forth between the two of them. Australia, Japan, and back. You just don't do it. You would sit there and go, I'm sorry, I can't come. I will show up mm -hmm. to another one of your events if it's a PR. Kristen, you're married. I'm married. But if you called me and said, hey, Tom, I'm sending a 747 for you. Come on and have lunch with me. I go, See you in a few hours, Kristen. <laughs> of course. Of course. And of course, you know, Taylor can afford private travel because she's right. a billionaire. But right. at the same time, you're not throwing yourself this deep. There's just no way. Mm. It's too deep. Because that's the thing. I'm like, if this was a PR relationship, they've gotten so deep that the fall on this would be spectacular. The fact that it's real and there's a possibility that they will break up at some point, that fall is going to be spectacular mm -hmm. in and of itself. But don't you think what he did at the Super Bowl, that was just to draw attention to himself? There's no doubt. He was not that upset. He just, now he's just an attention grabber every chance he gets. I've never You're even heard of him. You're the only one talking about it, though, Tom. You're the only one. I've forgotten because about it. It's in the news today. Again? Yes. 
Who's talking about it? I don't know. It's who who sends the script? The the, the, the complete sheet. Complete sheet. There you go. It's complete sheet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Super Bowl Someone thing. Don't blame me, sister. He definitely, I think, was. <laughs> I, I don't think in the moment he was like, I'm going to use this as an opportunity to draw attention to myself. I think he was genuinely upset because he thought he should be getting the ball and had a little diva moment and took things definitely too far. But I don't know Ooh, that he was, moment. you know. But he that. can milk it on his podcast, New Horizons. Yes. That we can definitely say yep. would be fact. But I feel like he talked about it. He and his brother discussed it. What else is there to say? If he does it again and it becomes a habit mm-hmm. next season, that's a thing. Yeah. yeah, I find it odd we haven't heard the audio because the NFL mics up everything and they yeah, always have the moments Bowl, and yeah. it's the Super Bowl and you're telling me we don't have the audio. I want to hear what he said to Andy Reid. Yeah, you know, because here's what it is. They selectively edit. Yeah, they that's do. fact. Absolutely, mm-hmm. they do. All right, another brilliant report. I thought. Doing my best. Boy, we got that's... lots to talk about this week. We've got the Russ trial, which is really fascinating. Oh, so we should talk God. about it at some point this week. Eek. It's the armorer who's up right now, and oh, then right. that'll oh, okay. be followed by Alec Baldwin. But it's uh, the stuff that's coming out. Mm, not good. No, no. Really? I haven't yeah. seen it yet. You want to do All an right. early report tomorrow? Yeah, we'll, we'll do it tomorrow for sure. Love that. Now we're talking. Get to work. I will do that. Right. Have a good Talk one, everyone. Bye. Thank you, my dear. Kristen Bird Entertainment News brought to you by North American Banking Company. Go to nabanco.com to learn more. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Uh, as a closer, let me ask you a question. Do you think because of, you know, the years in the business and all that stuff, it's been 54 years already, that I have been reporting on news for so long that every time a story like this comes by, she's with him, he's with her, she's traveling all over, just happens to be, they go to the Super Bowl, just happens that he starts screaming at the coach. I just, I have a hard time believing that's all real. I really do. Maybe it is, but I don't believe it is. Yeah, I mean, I it, when it first started, I was skeptical. Yeah. But now I'm like, okay, it seems more legitimate. And if anything, just because he's going to multiple Taylor Swift concerts, and as a grown man, that's not your demographic, or she, you're not her demographic. And so to sit through all those concerts, I probably better be dating this person. And then some, Let me ask you a question. Oh, go ahead. Is the demographic a billion dollars? Is that close enough? <laughs> Yeah, but, I mean, he's got money, too, so it's not... Not like that, he doesn't. Yeah, but once you get to a certain point, what's an extra, you Tomato. know, billion? Tomato. Yeah, yeah, you know. Oh, here we go. Now, a billion's a lot of money. There's yep. no question about it. It's a lot of money. Unless it's $3.8 billion the poll ads, and they still won't spend any money on players. Yeah. But oh. other than that... Not enough. It's not enough. Sorry. Don't have enough. No question about it. I love my twins. Support my twins. Damn it. Is that a good ending? I think so. I think so. All right, fellas, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Yes, bye.